Hey guys, welcome to the Student of Money podcast, where we help you achieve your goal of personal financial freedom through entrepreneurship, investing, real estate, and personal development. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer, and let's jump into it. So it was another big week in the news. Right, we've got the war in Ukraine, gas prices continue to go up, and just today, Saudi Arabia is looking to replace the U.S. dollar with the Chinese yen when selling oil in China. But the big news that didn't receive a lot of attention this week was President Joe Biden's executive order on crypto oversight that urges the Federal Reserve to explore whether the central bank should create its own digital currency. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said the move would, and I quote, promote a fairer and more inclusive and more efficient financial system while offsetting unlawful finance and preventing national security and financial stability risks, unquote. So basically they're saying, you know, Bitcoin could potentially be causing stability and financial problems, and we maybe need to look at putting out our own digital currency to compete with Bitcoin. So I'm going to continue to follow this story. And if you want to know more of what I think about Bitcoin and the cryptocurrencies, you should probably check out my videos on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Jeff hyphen Niemeyer. And that's spelled J-E-F-F hyphen N-I-E-M-E-I-E-R. So... Now let's go on to this week's main topic. As most of you guys probably know, the bulk of my investments are in real estate. And even if you don't create your wealth in real estate, most everybody holds a portion of their wealth in real estate. The worst thing that you can do is hold your money in actual cash. Set it in the bank or park it in a money order or a money market account, a CD or a government bond. Because if you do that, inflation is going to slowly rob you of the value of the dollar. So you need to invest in true hard assets that are a hedge against inflation, such as real estate. So one of the most common methods taught out there to investing in real estate is called BRRRR, which stands for Buy, Renovate, Rent, Refinance, and Repeat. This cycle is supposed to free up your investment cash and cycle it into the next property while adding the property to your investment portfolio as a rental property moving forward. Sounds great, doesn't it? But in order for this to work, you have to make some assumptions that don't always happen or it stops the whole cycle and gets you in trouble especially as a new investor who doesn't have the experience or the resources to take a financial hit. The first and most important step in investing in real estate is to buy the property for a good price, or better yet, a discounted price. My number one rule is you make your money on the buy and not the sell. If you overpay for a property, it will take years, if not decades, for you to recover. So for the Burr method, you're looking for a distressed property that you can immediately add sweat equity or value to that will bring the property back up to market value. You will hear the term after repair value or ARV. 
And if you're just flipping the house, flippers will skip the R in rent and go right to the refinance or sell it to exit out. I personally believe this is a mistake. As I'm a long-term investor and want to buy and hold for cash flow and appreciation and depreciation, I avoid taxable events like selling properties. So for me, after you buy and renovate or repair, I rent the property. Then comes my second hurdle to the Burr method, the refinance. When purchasing a property, you can get an 80% loan-to-value loan. Sometimes on a refinance, banks will look to 75 and even 65% loan-to-value. It's going to depend on the appraisal and what your cash flow is from renting. Banks look at other factors such as the debt service cover ratio and the operating expense ratio. This means sometimes you are not able to refinance at 80% loan to value and you have to leave more equity locked up in the property and cannot free it up for the next deal. In order for Burr method to work, everything has to go according to plan. And how often has everything gone according to plan for you? Real estate is one of those areas where being flexible is a huge advantage over your competition, where experience, resources, access to cash, all give you what I call an unfair advantage in the market. So in summary, yes, the Burr method works if done correctly. And if you're using your own money, then this is probably the path for you. If you really wanna go full-time in real estate investing faster, or if you're currently using the Burr method but are not getting the growth and the results you want, then you may want to look at using syndication for your next real estate deal. Syndication can get you into bigger deals faster, and bigger deals means more profit and financial freedom. Freedom that buys back your time. So ask yourself, do you want to do $200,000 in deals this year or $20 million in deals this year? They both take up the same amount of time. Think about it. So that's all I have for this week. I'm off to Dubuque for the monthly investors meeting, so maybe I'll see you there. If not, you can find me on YouTube at Student of Money, or you can find the weekly podcasts on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And of course, you can find us on our website at www.studentofmoney.org. So I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer, and I'll see you next week on Student of Money. Thank you.